Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Welcome to a very special segment of what spirit has to say for all the women on this planet that are mothers or about to be mothers on Mother's Day. We thought it would be a good opportunity to highlight what women mean. And it's the dominance is the, the main reason. And one of the things is that we're going to be discussing why people react that way, especially men. I was told a long time ago that if you could connect one guy, one man, to make him softer and activate the spirit part of him, six women are going to be happier. The mother, the grandmother, the sister, okay? And, they, and it just keeps going, the aunt. And because women don't start wars. Women don't start the, the chain reaction of violence. They have to react to many of them. And uh, and a long time ago, when I got I first got into this, I was wondering why on earth would I select such a um, a female dominated industry? People that are doing healing work, feng shui consultants, and the gamut just were it, it's predominantly women. And because even though that I had a very good childhood, I had a great mom. I figured I would take the opportunity to get uh, some other feedback from other people rather than than me talking the whole time. I've got some excerpts on what other people have thinking about mom. Now, this one is from Suzanne Shields. She's my business partner, and I had her describe what to her mother means. So this is Suzanne. Mother, like there is no other. Mother, with the root word of other, is very ironic given that the mother as a being, they're is no substitute for it. So there is no other. But yet the word as a definition has something so different within. So it's Mother's Day that is approaching and it's often thought about what does that signify to most. And though we could go along the route of talking about what a significance mother has in one person's life, but really what I'd like to be able to spend a bit of time talking about with you is the mother within, that nurturing self-evident that we all have within us, whether we are male or female or we are mothers or not. There is something internal within each of us that we want to take care. We want to take care of ourselves. We want to take care of those around us. Some express their need and want to be a mother by having children, but that's not always how mothering is expressed. Some exercise it by being a mom to a four-legged friend, to being able to take time to pet a dog's head. So what I'd like for us to be able to think about is that care and nurturing is the same as flying a kite. It's within us. Not everyone flies a kite, but when you do, you have that ability to see something soar. And that's what mothering is about. It's about allowing something to grow under your care and then setting it free. And sometimes for us, that's within us. 
Sometimes we have to nurture thoughts, grow our thoughts. And when they no longer fit us, we need to set them free. So this Mother's Day, take time to think about what are you nurturing? What are you growing? What are you expanding on? What also do you need to let go? Because they no longer serve you. Or you can no longer serve them. As mothers, we allow children to grow under our care. In the back of our minds and in our hearts, we know that one day the children will leave home. That you've given them the roots, and now they're using their wings. If we apply that to our thoughts, let every day be Mother's Day by nurturing who you are, when you are, and what thoughts lie within you. There's various parts of our bodies also that represent this mother energy. We know that we hear of Mother Earth, Mother Teresa, Mother Mary, and to many people, when they hear those words, it brings a smile to their face. And why is that? Because it is the essence of caring for others unconditionally. There's no conditions. In our bodies, our heart, and all of our organs are considered that mother energy. Because it takes the heart, which is the most dominant, of course, But the other organs, they all come together and they all work together to make sure the rest of the body gets enough oxygen, gets enough air, gets enough blood, and just that it becomes a ecosystem. When we keep something within us, whether it be anger, and this happens a lot with men, when they keep that inside of them, it disrupts the entire system. The heart then can no longer hear what spirit is telling them of how to address something. And so all the other organs will also suffer, the pancreas, spleen, the adrenals. In this mother energy, there was uh, this young boy that described this energy, I thought, perfectly. The boy's name is Alan Kuncheria. I left a link to his video in the show notes of this podcast. I invite you to listen and watch. But here is an excerpt of his Mother's Day speech. So I'm going to play it for you. Respected fathers, reverent sisters, loving parents, and my dear friends, before I start today, I would like to wish a very happy Mother's Day to all the mothers present here. Dear mothers, you are the sweetest gift that we have ever received from God. Ambrose Beers once said, a sweater is a garment worn by a child when its mother is feeling cold. What a true statement. A mother knows exactly what her child wants and when, so she takes care of her child, giving up her own needs. There have been many books made, movies created, and stories told about mothers, 
But this simple statement probably draws the greatest picture of what a mother truly is. My mother is an ordinary person, ordinary in every sense of word. But behind that ordinary shell, there's fortitude, perseverance, and a kindness that is anything but ordinary. Who I am today, what I will become tomorrow, how my life pans out, everything that I think, do, and be, almost all of it comes from my mother. Was I born knowing how to clean myself, feed myself, judge a situation and make a decision by myself? No, I have learned all these qualities from my mother. The very first firm no was when I thought it would be a good idea to start running on the sidewalk. The first, watch your brother. The first, good job. All of these have defined who I have become today. And whatever I've said about my mother is true about all the mothers in the world. So what is it that truly makes up a great mother? Is it her tenderness, her selflessness, or her loving generosity? Proverbs says that the hand that rocks the cradle will rule the nation and its destiny. I am not here to discuss the depth of that proverb. Instead, I would like to ask you a simple question. Who is getting more pleasure out of the rocking of the cradle? Is it the mother or is it the child? To me, it is the mother because it is her heart that rocks the cradle. It is she who sleeps when the baby sleeps. It is she who smiles when the baby smiles. And it is she who cries when the baby cries. That is true motherly love. No other love can be substituted for that. We are honoring our mothers today. Yes, we are celebrating the Mother's Day today. This day should be more than just recognizing our mother. It should be more than just going out to dinner in honor of the mother. It should be more than just giving cards and flowers to the mothers. We must understand that it is more than just saying, Mom, I love you. Instead, we should celebrate every day like today because mothers deserve it. Dear dads, the greatest thing you could do for your children is to love their mothers. The rest will be taken care of by the mothers. Fellow children, I would like to leave you with a quote. God couldn't reach everywhere, so he created mothers. Your mother was born the day you were born. Until then, she was just a woman. So every time you get mad or angry at your mother, just remember, she is just as old as you. Let Mother Mary, mother of all, bless all mothers to become the ideal mom, mother of mercy. Thank you all and a very happy Mother's Day to all the mothers gathered here. Thank you, thank you very much. Now I want you to listen to another story. This one is a famous wrestler, Mark Mario, and he sends an important message out to his mom and how he treated her. My mom would be at all my sporting events. Let's say I was playing football, okay? My mother would be on the sidelines, and if the play on the field started going one way, 
my mother would run along like, Mike, get him, get him. I'd be like, oh my gosh. I'd get in the huddle with the other guys. they go, Mark, is that your mother? i go, no, I never saw her before in my life. <laughs> the greatest gift my mother ever gave me, she believed in me. I have overdosed on drugs on three occasions where I should have been dead. But I believe I was kept here for a reason. You show me your friends, I will show you your future. How do I know this? I hung out with losers and I became the biggest loser of them all because I gave up everything I dreamt about as a little boy because of who I chose to surround myself with. My friends would drive me home at two, three, four in the morning. We'd be drunk and high, laughing in the car. We'd pull up in front of my house in New York. they go, Mark, Mark, the light's on. I go, oh man, my mother's up. See, my mom wouldn't go to bed until she knew her son was still alive. I'd walk in, she'd say, hi Mark, how was your night? I go, it's good mom, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, mom, I'm tired, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, Mark, I haven't seen you all day and all night. Can I please talk to you? I said, man, just leave me alone. You bug me. I'd slam my bedroom door on the one person who believed in me. I was on a worldwide tour and we were wrestling overseas in Japan. After my wrestling match, I went upstairs in my hotel room and I fell asleep. There was a knock at my door at three o'clock in the morning. I got out of bed and I looked through the safety window and I could see it was a Japanese promoter. So I opened the door and he said, Mark, you need to call home. There's been an emergency. I went and got in the hotel room phone. I called back to the United States and said, hey, what's going on? I said, Mark, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, just tell me what happened. All of a sudden started crying. They go, Mark, I can't tell you. I said, just say it. I said, Mark, your mother died. I just threw the phone down. I ran out of my hotel room. I took the elevator to the lobby and when the doors opened up, I just ran out into the street. I mean, there was no cars, there was no people. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I walked down the middle of a street in Hiroshima, Japan. And I remember looking up and just saying, Mom, I am so sorry. I flew home for her funeral and I was so nervous to walk up to her casket. So I just stood way in the back. And I kept looking from a distance. I kept thinking to myself, Mom, please wake up. Please get up. And then I finally got the nerve to walk up to her. And as I got closer, I could see my mom for the first time. I mean, she was so beautiful. She, she was dressed in white. I mean, she looked like an angel. And I just stood over and I said, Mom, you are my hero. Everything I am, everything I hope to be was because of you. You loved me so much. You gave me a life. You're the only one that ever believed in me. How did I repay her? By getting drunk, by getting high, by getting stupid, by hanging out with losers? For what? All she ever wanted to do was talk to me. I wish I could talk to you now, Mom. I wish you could see what I'm doing. Why couldn't I have been a better son? We are defined by our choices. But if you surround yourself with people involved in drugs and alcohol and pills, it's a dead end. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to tell you I lived that life. 
it leads to broken hearts, broken relationships, broken dreams, and death. For what? To get high? If you have a mother or a father, when you go home, tell them how much you love them. See, my whole life was about being rich and famous. I had to be a millionaire. I had to win the race. I had to win the race to expense my marriage, my family, my friends for what? To be all alone in the world? I learned what is truly important, and that is how precious this gift of life is and our families and how quickly it can be taken away. See, I no longer live in time. I live in moments. See, it's not what's in your pocket that matters. It's what's in your heart that truly matters. Love, love is just a word until somebody comes along and gives it meaning. You, you're the meaning. Now, this is a great story to all great moms, but sadly, not everyone grows up to have a great mom. The other side of the coin is sometimes mothers aren't mothers. They don't embrace that mother energy. Instead, they dwell on their past, they dwell on their own anger, however they were raised, and then they just transfer that over. And then when they have kids... They transfer that anger. When the mothers are very neglectful, and it happens, it happens a lot more than you might think. They beat their kids. They don't care about them. They don't neglect them. They barely feed them. Other people have to watch out for them. They're always on drugs. And kids grow up really not having a mother or a father. And those broken homes... And a couple of stories that I've uh, that I w- went into, I I didn't want to play that. I didn't want that energy to come in. But just to, in short, sometimes what happens is kids' fathers are very aggressive towards their mom, and the mom can't really do anything. In one story in particular, where the uh, father gets paid on the Friday, he's happy. Uh, that night, he goes to the bar and spends most of his money on whatever you could imagine on silly things in the in the bar not looking at what that will create saturday is hung over and then sunday it starts all over again where the beating starts and every single night you're not sure whether you're going to get beaten and you always see your mom on the floor with bruises being kicked and then on the sunday he says okay that's it we're we're leaving get your clothes together And the mother tries to rally the kids before the father wakes up. And just as as soon as they go out the door, in many, in many, many times, the mother realizes, where are we going to go? We got no place to go. So she goes back into the house and tries to restart her life. And the violence continues. And the kids see this. And what does that give them? that it's okay for this to happen. Now, there are many programs now, but you know, 30 years ago, there weren't that many. There was a lot of private homes destroyed 
And on the outside, people would say, wow, what a beautiful family, because it's well covered. There was no domestic violence then. It was just sort of the way you ran your life then. And what do you do then? When you don't have the memories, you don't have the support, you don't have all of these things. And what Spirit wants you to know is if you know somebody who has gone through this, or maybe you have have touched on this experience yourself, that this mother energy is inside all of us. We know now that to strengthen somebody is not to put strong, hard, aggressive things at them, but to give them support and do things that are soft. By giving them emotion, by giving them something softer, you will actually make something stronger. So many times we want to strength, and it's not even my definition, this is definitions from people that are going through violence, is I got to teach my kids how to behave. I got to teach my kids how to be strong. So you got to be hard on them. And that's the exact opposite. Because it's when they cry. It's when they could show their emotion and it's safe to do so. And if it's when they can do or say anything and it's all met with love, understanding, no matter what it is, that they become stronger. That's where they pull that energy from. It's that spiritual end of them inside of themselves. So in the meditation today, what I want you to do is the heart and your entire torso, your all of your organs put together, your heart being at the top, your lungs being the second. Because when we breathe, we want to have those moments that take our breath away. So I want you to, whatever type of childhood you had that you could draw from, and if you can, that's great. But if you didn't even know your mom, some of you are maybe adopted, or maybe somebody took the mother role And whether it was a grandmother or whether it was an adopted mother, whatever it was, it was your journey of that understanding of what mother is for you. And even if we're men, there is still that mother energy because every time Every time I I kiss my grandson, I feel I'm a mother in that way. And I know he's getting stronger because he can see a man that is gentle. And I know he's going to be a gentle adult. a a gentle husband and a gentle father in the future. And to think I had even a sliver of influence in that is really an honor. And I really honor and respect women that take that role. I wish men could understand this more. I think more men are. However, it is about your own personal activation of this mother energy you have. And so in this meditation, I want you to take care of yourself. Look at those things that you're sabotaging. What are some of the things that you are not 
really knowing you're not supposed to eat, knowing that you could do more exercise and you just don't, knowing that you could do something to enhance your personal life, enhance your mental health, enhance your spirit, enhance emotion, whatever it is that you are deciding for whatever reason you're not doing. I want you to now nurture yourself in this. The tuning that I'm going to incorporate in this is going to be mothering yourself. I want you to take that beautiful, caring, Mother Mary, Mother Teresa energy and that would normally go out to someone else out of love unconditionally because so many times we treat other people so much better than we treat ourselves. And that needs to stop. If you are a loving person, and I know all of you are, treat yourself the same way and you will expand, you will blossom in ways you cannot imagine because you need it. It's like food. It's spiritual food that you need. And if you didn't get it from your parents or your aunt or your grandmothers or grandfathers, and you had a lo- you have a long list of people that didn't support you, Spirit says, that's okay, because you still have it, and so you need it. In this meditation, I want you to take a nice deep breath of the color pink or white or green or whatever you're seeing that is in this garden color, and I want you to nurture yourself, give yourself a hug, whatever comes to you in this next 15 minutes, I want you to treat yourself with the highest respect the highest love unconditionally and whatever you think you did wrong to say it's okay. You're a better person for you being where you are. Move on. Stop hitting yourself. The world is doing a good enough job on you anyway. Don't add to it. Okay. (laughs) So take a nice deep breath, people get comfortable Surround yourself with pink or whatever energy, whatever color makes you happy. Take a nice deep breath. And I'll see you in about 15 minutes.
slowly come back to the room you're in. Try and remember what you felt in this self-caring time. What you experienced, if any messages came to you like out of the blue. Just check in if you could breathe a little easier. Take a nice deep breath. Was, is it different now than it was 15 minutes ago? Nice deep breath. There are so many women that decide that they're going to be mothers rather than going off to university to find their career and they'll put that off for 20 years just so that they could raise a little person to see them grow and soar. Sometimes you have the choice to maybe do both. And if you are in that position, it's very fortunate. You've been able to do a lot of that while you were young, before you had children. But either way, whatever you decided, you were prepared to give that caring, nurturing energy to someone else. Unconditionally. You didn't expect anything. And then you ended up with more. Somebody once said that motherhood is a thankless job. Because you're up at all hours of the day and night. Worrying about your kids. There's always something that comes up as children's do things to nurture them, nurture them back to health they've hurt themselves they've skimped their knee but my grandson said the other day that mommy's kisses are magical because <laughs> what else can kiss a wound and it doesn't hurt anymore what else can kiss a head and you're smarter what else can it just it's magic it should be Mother's Day every day, but it's good that we are reminded of what mothers give to this planet. It's not just to your family. And I want to thank you. Spirit sent you, and you've all done incredibly well in your own way. If you've nurtured something, you've given somebody an uplifting thought, that's motherhood still, because that never leaves you few words will entice somebody to try harder. You're amazing. You really are. What you're doing is important. And so on behalf of all men, I want to thank you for taking on this job because it isn't an easy one. And yes, when we leave this earth, you will be very, very much missed of what you do. You will create a void in your family, in your community, in your place, everything. So while you're here, it's a gift. Take care of yourself. Because maybe one more day that you might be on this earth, you might be able to help one more person before you go. It's not a small thing what you're doing. 
It's not a small thing. Thank you, mothers, for what you're doing. And may God bless. Thank you for listening, and hope to see you again tomorrow for another meditation to keep your energy and your vibration high. So until next time, namaste.